Appreciate you. 30 some years ago, you wouldn't believe this, but Brother Phil and I went to the same school. Man, that was a long time ago. He didn't look that bad back then. He just... I love it. I love it. And now, wouldn't you know it, my son gets smiley faces on his prescriptions at Walgreens. Amen? Amen. Thanks, Asia. Appreciate you. Isaiah chapter 60 tonight, please. Isaiah 60. I'm not sure why I don't get smiley faces on my prescriptions, but, but Jethro gets them on his. So, I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Church family, you know I love you. I, I like to pick on you from the pulpit because it means I love you and I appreciate you. And I want you to pick on me right back. All right? Have fun with it. Look, Brother Tom down there, he's just ready to go. Look at him. He's like, I'm itching for it. Give me a chance. Amen. Isaiah chapter 60, please. Verse 1 here, Isaiah 60, verse 1. The Bible says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Would you read that verse with me, please? This is Isaiah 60, verse 1. Ready? Begin. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. As I was studying this verse, I began to look up those individual words there. And, uh, and you, know, you know, oftentimes I tell you, I go to the to Hebrew word and trying to understand what the Lord was saying specifically with that word. Sometimes our English words can, can mean a few different things or be a little broad. And I try to understand uh, more as I look up the Hebrew there. And I looked up these words. And I looked up the word arise. And the word arise, literally it says, it was, it was literally a call to action here. It was, it was, a, it was a choice. It's my choice. And it, and it was to rise, abide, to endure, to continue, to lift up and remain. Think about it. It's not just to, to arise, but to arise and remain. To go on, to continue. He said, it says, uh, be stirred up or to, to stand and be established. That was what that word arise mean. As we move along, the word shine. The word shine here means to be luminous. Literally and metaphorically. And it's mean, it really, it, the definition was giving the idea of being set on fire. Okay, set on fire. The word light here is, it says, arise, shine. For thy light is come. And that word light is illumination. It, com- it comes because of what? Because of our shining. Catch that now. It's it. Because we're shining, our light's going to come forth. Catch that? We're illuminating because we're luminous. Somebody tell me, how are we luminous? How do we shine? With His glory. Amen? I'll get on that in just a moment. Illumination, what comes from my shining. And as I was looking at this definition, it it was saying the break of day, as in the sun dawning upon the earth. Break of day. And as I began to think about that, break of day or dawn is a certain time every day, isn't it? Consider this verse for a moment with that thought in mind, that your time has come. Look at this verse. Arise and shine, for thy time has come. 
That light has come. It's, it's our time to shine. Amen? It's our time to shine for such a time as this. Right? Isn't that what the book of Esther says? For such a time as this. We live in 2023, and God has put you and I here at this time for such a time as this. God already knows what's going to take place this year. He already knows well, which one of these, which one of you in the, in the pews, and which one of the pastors on the platform will be in heaven this time next year. He already knows. He already knows how many more faces and brand new people that are going to be church members and sitting here this, this time next year. He already knows those things. He already knows how many bus routes we're going to be running and how many we're going to be. Uh, we talked about that this morning, how this year alone our average attendance has doubled since the beginning of the year. Praise God for that. You know what that is? That, that's, some, some, that's some bus workers that have arisen and shown for the glory of God. That's what that is. And, and he knows what's coming this next year. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Now, how does the glory of the Lord risen upon it? That, that word risen here, let me explain that here. It means to irradiate, irradiate or, or to shoot forth beams of light. How cool is that? You ever see the sun sometimes in a different way, the clouds in it and all that, and the beams of light are shooting out? And look at God's uh, majesty. There's, there, there, there is a, a road over here where if you, if you go north on 11 and you make a left on Beddington Road. Everybody with me now? And then, and then you were to come around. Well, this is the way I would go home sometimes. I go Beddington and I'd make a left and then I hit right. I think it's St. Andrews if I'm not mistaken. And just go up, follow the highway on the, on the west side of the highway. And you go on over there past Spring Mills and make a left like you're going back towards the farm fields. And you crest the hill and all of a sudden you see the mountain. And a lot of times there's some gorgeous, gorgeous sunsets going on right there. I mean, beams of light going everywhere, and you see the farm fields and the mountains in the distance. I mean, it's beautiful. What, what is that road right there? Coonstown Road, that's what it is. Coonstown right there. It's beautiful. And I think about this word here and what God's asking of us, the, that the, the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee, that we would shoot forth the beams of His glory for Him. You know what He's asking us to do? He's asking us to be a moon. Think about it. The moon does not shine because it's something of itself. Yes? That's exactly right. The moon shines and it's so, it's so pretty and people look at it and notice it because the sun is doing all the work. But what it takes for the moon to do its work is for it to be consistent and in the place where God put it. Yes? Yes? The moon is consistent in the place where God put it, orbiting around the earth. And so therefore, it shines forth the glory of God from the sun that He created. Amen? Wouldn't it be something this year that you and I would shine with the glory beams of the Lord Jesus Christ for His cause and His purpose right here in this place? Look at, uh, look at the Scripture here and go back with me into chapter 59. Look at 59 here. The Bible says in verse 1 of Isaiah 59, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. 
But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. We discussed this just a little bit at our men's prayer meeting. We started off with the fact that, hey, we're sinners, and and if we're going to get a hold of God, we got to be clean. Because our sins separate us between God and us, and we need to be clean when we go to the Lord. And we, we had some time of sin confession and personal time in prayer before we started as a group. And uh, I, if you think about Israel at this point, Isaiah had been warning of judgment and warning of judgment and warning of judgment. It's coming. Get right with God. In chapter 1, he says, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Let us reason together. He was calling them to repent and get right with God, but they didn't. And then judgment came. In chapter 40, Isaiah is a wonderful picture of the Bible. If you think about Isaiah, it's 66 chapters, like 66 books. 39 of those chapters, he's calling for judgment. So warning, hey, get right. God's coming. And then judgment comes, and then there's 27 chapters left of great hope of what God's going to do to restore the people. Just like the Bible. It's a great picture, Isaiah is. God planned it out that way. Notice here with me, follow along, go to verse 9, please. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places. As dead men. Catch what he's saying there. This is God's people. He's talking to his people. And he's saying, You're not acting like you're my people. You're not shining forth with, with beams of light for, with my glory. You're groping around in darkness looking for the wall like dead men. In other words, you look like the heathen. Come on now. You look like the world. That's what he's saying here. Notice as we we continue, verse 15. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness it sustained him. For he put on the righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, accordingly he will repay. Fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. To the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. God's, what he's calling for is victory right here over the enemies. He said, yes, you've been in sin and no, the, vic- the enemies have had victory. You, they're, they have, they're in judgment at this point. They're in captivity. That's what's happened. Isaiah was around before captivity and he's calling for that. And, and now they're, they're in this time of captivity. And, and, he's, and he's saying, hey... But God's not done with you yet. Amen? Aren't you glad that God is, 
Yes, he is a just God and sin must be paid for. That's why Jesus died on the cross. But he's not just a just God. He's a merciful God. Aren't you glad of that? Praise God for that. And he's calling for victory here over the enemy. Look at verse 20. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion. And unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord, As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. My spirit that is upon thee and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed's seed, saith the Lord from henceforth forever. There's great hope in this scripture. What God's saying here is, yes, you've been contrary. Yes, you've been walking like dead men. Yes, you are sinners. But with Jesus Christ, there is great victory. Amen? Church family, Shenandoah, we know our past. We know our sin. We know our bumps in the road. We know our victories and we know our defeats. There's great victory in Jesus Christ for the future. Amen? There's great victory for Jesus Christ in the future. With Jesus and for Jesus Christ in the future. Praise God for it. And then we get to our verse here that I started with. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Man, would you throw that up on the screen? That's our, that's our theme for this next year. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. It's time to put the past in the past. Amen? It's time to put the past in the past. There's been a lot of great past. There's been some hardships too, isn't there? Yeah, it's time to put it in the past. Brother Horton, sometimes we have great victories, don't we? And, and we live in those victories. Brother Gewen, we live in them. And we talk about them and we talk about them and we talk about them so much so that we don't get, we're not doing anything today because we're really, reliving the victories of the past. And God said, I'm not done with you yet. I'm not done with you yet. Man, this, this sanctuary right here, I've seen pictures of it all packed out. I'm telling you what, you've had high days in this sanctuary of 1,500 people back decades ago. Is that right, Mrs. Smith? Decades ago. There are more people in Berkeley County today and in Jefferson County and in Washington County and down there in Frederick County, uh, Virginia there, than ever before. This place is booming. You know what God's telling us? Arise and shine. For thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord shall shine, has risen upon thee. Is that, did I quote it right? I think I did. Amen. That's what he's calling us to do. Listen, it's time to leave the past behind. And it's time to be victorious for God. What's our part? Our part is arise. If we arise, God said you're going to shine. See that? Arise and shine, for thy light is come. And how do we get that light? Because the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. If you arise up, and I'm going to say this word carefully, I'm going I'm to tell you in just a moment, show you, if you rise up out of the ashes, we can do some tremendous things for God. I say ashes, not to be disrespectful, I want to show you here, look with me in chapter 61. Look in 61 here. Look at verse 1 of chapter 61. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. You might recognize this scripture here. 
Notice, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. If you don't recognize that, Jesus Christ preached this. He went in that synagogue and started reading that out of the scripture and everybody was amazed at what he was reading and how he, he, was, he was pulling out that, the word of God right there. He continues, in the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, look at verse 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, in other words, when the Jews were in a time of mourning, they dressed in sackcloth and ashes. Spirit of heaviness. They, they showed it on the outside as well on the inside. And he's saying, I want to get you out of those clothing and let's have some victory. Let's get back and arise to be what we ought to be. Amen? He says, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes. Church, let me help you here. I don't, I, there is a lot of opinions and a lot of different things, and I'm not trying to get political tonight. But it's time to arise out of the ashes of COVID. Amen. It's time. It had its day. No more. It's time for us to get back to handshaking and fellowship in the church house. Say, so, well, we did that. Yeah, well, most people did. Come on now. It's time to get back. It's time to get back to regular faithful attendance. It's time for somebody on the internet that has the ability to be in church tonight to get in church. I understand health and all of those things. I have no idea if Mrs. Kane can watch service tonight. I have no idea. Probably not. But that's what the internet's for. There are some people that are on the internet right now, and I love you, and God bless you, but you ought to be in church because that's what God said to do. Because you're missing fellowship, and you're missing the, the presence of God in this place. I'm telling you what, I don't care. You watch it on the internet, it's not the same. Spirit of God is here tonight. Praise the Lord for it. It's time to arise out of the ashes of, I'm going to live in fear and be victorious for God. I, I, don't, I, I, know, I know some of you are going to get offended with these statements, but I'm telling you, we're living in fear and it's not of God. God hath not given us a spirit of fear. But a power and of a sound mind to be victorious for Him. It's time to arise out of that. It's time to arise out of all our excuses and all of everything. And, and listen here, I know in a church this size, you know it's true. There are people in this sanctuary tonight that have been hurt by this place. Why? Because we're all flesh and blood and we're all sinners. It doesn't matter if it was a man behind the pulpit or if it was somebody in the pew or if it was somebody else in leadership or this or that. It doesn't matter. People hurt people sometimes because we're flesh and blood. Would you forgive us? It's time to arise out of those ashes of hurt and things in the past and be what we're supposed to be for God. Amen? It's time to do that. It's time to put some things in the past and leave them there and arise and shine for God's glory. That's what God has given me for this year. And I'm asking you, church, to do that this year with me. 
I'm talking about soul winners that used to be faithful soul winners. Let's get back to it. Let's arise. Let's arise. I'm talking about folks on the bus routes that just got weary or, or a little bit beat up and, and dropped out. Let's get back into it. I'm talking about people that used to be here on Sunday school. Let's get back to it. And let's arise and shine. Who can you bring with you next week as you get back into it and you start arising? Who can you bring with you? You know how many people look at the moon every night? And why do they look at the moon? Because it's a piece of dead rock floating through the space, through the space around us? That's really what it is, isn't it? It's cold, dead rock. Nothing grows there. Got some craters in it. An American flag, bless God. Hallelujah. 1969, bless God. Amen. Didn't mean to mess up all those conspiracy people. Anyways, moving on. Okay. I should have said that. Amen. Forgive me. Okay, listen here. Listen here. Come on now. It's a piece of dead rock floating around in space. But you know what makes it beautiful? Is when it's faithful in its place and God shines upon it with the sun. And then everybody's saying, hey, look at that. I want to be like the moon. Oh, man, look at that. Let me check that out. Let me, let me look at it through a microscope or through a telescope and let me check that out. I told you, I'd, I'd sit on the playhouse roof as a kid and I'd have binoculars looking at the moon because it was cool. I know nobody wants to go back there anymore, but I'd go back. Come on, let's do it. Some, I think there's a little Martian up there and he's preached to. Send me the mission field, the moon. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Okay, back. I just think it's neat. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Church family, let's stand together, please. As we stand, let's bow our heads. I'm asking each individual person in this room tonight, in this sanctuary, to beg God to allow you to rise and shine like you ought to. I'm not asking for you to pray for somebody else tonight. I'm not asking for you to point the finger at somebody else that needs to rise and shine. I'm asking you, please, personally, to go to God tonight and say, Lord, help me to arise and be what you want me to be for your glory in 23. Lord, would you bless this invitation and help me to be the pastor I need to be. Help these men on the platform and the deacons and the other leadership and the men in this room to be the men and to be the fathers and be the husbands that they need to be, that they ought to be for your glory. Lord, to be the Christians and the, and the children of God that we ought to be for your glory. Lord, I pray that, the, that women in here and the mothers in here, we would, that, Lord, they would arise and they would shine for your for, for Lord, your glory shining upon them and their light, their time has come. Lord, I pray, God, that you would do some great things tonight. Maybe, maybe some, some would take the altar tonight and, and recommit themselves to your service and to your, to your ministry tonight. Maybe somebody would say, I need to rise. I, I've never done that thing. I need to stand up and do what God's calling me to do. It's a call to action tonight. I pray, God, that whatever needs to take place, Holy Spirit, you'd convict hearts and you'd do your work tonight during this invitation. And Father, we give you now this time, please. The piano's going to play.